This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. Welcome to the program with a unique focus on helping Canadians avoid probate. The one thing everyone should know about probate is that it's not inevitable. With some planning and good advice, you can avoid the exhausting, expensive and time-consuming probate process and have your affairs settled quickly and privately. Speaking of good advice, here are your hosts of Avoid Probate. Good morning, Zoomers. Welcome to the Avoid Probate Show here on AM 740 Zoomer Radio. Glad you're with us this morning. I'm Jason Laidler with my world-famous co-host Ted Wallachin once again. Good morning, Ted. Hello, Mr. Jason. So uh, the World Cup soccer is over. Uh, so many sports are, are beginning and ending simultaneously, as it always yes, happens. Yes, yes. I, I haven't read anything about lawn bowling lately. Well, I was going to ask you about Why lawn bowling. Why um, is that? There's, because, as far as I understand, there's a big um, West Toronto Bowling Club lawn bowling and pizza event happening later today in, in High Park. And it's something I've never done. And I assumed maybe wrong. No, nor have I. Maybe you have. No, I, I no. I've, I've bowled, but I've never lawn bowled. Interesting. I've seen. Well, where I grew up in uh, in Georgina, there was a, a pretty fancy lawn bowling club, and I've seen the balls, and uh-huh. I've, I've I've held them and, and rolled them, and they've got some like they're like weighted on one side only, so that it it curves. It, it's got a built-in curve to it when you when you bowl it. So you can throw like a little draw or, or yeah, fade, whatever you want. It's, so, it's something like that. And cool. uh, I guess maybe with COVID, it's not as popular as it has been recently. But anyway, I saw in the news there's this uh, West Toronto Bowling Club event happening later. So I thought I'd ask you if you ever... From 4 to, four to 7 today yep. in High Park. I think I'm going to give it a try one day. It's It's got to be something like that... Um, the Italian game... Uh, bocce. Bocce, yeah. Have you played that game? Bocce. No. No. I've got a pretty fancy bocce set. I don't get out much. You should, should get out more often. Um, I got a nice bocce set from uh, Lee Valley Tool, believe it or not. And uh, we play with that sometimes in the summertime. Lehigh Valley? Lee Valley. Lee Valley Tools. So They're they're a fine tool manufacturer. Yeah, I know. They make fancy woodworking stuff and gardening stuff. Yeah, and, uh, high end. High, high end, end, yeah. Big team. So, big, big so it's, a high, high it's a high end bocce set I've got, too. I'm not well, sure. What do, you, what do you do with it? We just play with it in the yard. And, and uh, why would you... What's your connection to... Uh, I, I, I do have a Lee Valley connection, actually. What but, is uh, it? Uh, uh, sure. Okay, I wasn't going to go there. I don't care. Um, I've had dinner with... Well, Leonard Lee has passed away. Uh, oh. Mr. Leonard Lee Sr. And his son has taken over the business. And um, they were family friends, believe it or not. I did not know and that. I've, and I've had dinner. I've had the pleasure of, of dining with uh, the late Leonard Lee and uh, and his, his wife and... Um, yeah, met them a few times. Great company. So you could get like a deal on tools. I don't know. I hope so because they're not very cheap over at that uh, store. No, they're not. But but you get what you pay for. Yes, right? you do. Quality is worth it. So all right, I'll check into that and let you know. <laughs> having having said uh, getting what you pay for, maybe that's my segue uh, into the first topic uh, for today's show, which is of course the Avoid Probate Show, and and we're going to talk about probate, and we've got a special guest coming up. As usual as well, we'll get to her uh, soon. But uh, it's timely. So this, 
this is a topic we haven't really covered much of on this show, and it has to do with rates of return. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring it up because it's that time of year. Right now, for people who are getting um, their buy, their sort of their mid-year statements, a lot of people get only two statements a year. Um, some people used to get a monthly, and you know, w- with electronics. Now the uh, companies have cut back to twice a year. A mid-year statement and a year-end statement is really common. And so those mid-year statements, if they're not already in your inbox, they will be any day now. And uh, and the question we get, because, you know, the solution we talk about here on the, on the Avoid Probate Show is transferring investments that were at the bank that were going to be probated over to an insurance company where the rules are different and we can now put a beneficiary on that money and hence avoid the probate nightmare. So when we're talking about that solution, it, it's natural for people to say, well, okay, well, what kind of returns am I going to get on my investments once right. once we're reinvested at the insurance company? And I don't usually bring it up because I, I, I'm reluctant to have, uh, you know, the return tail wag the avoid probate dog, if you know what I mean. Um, often, you know, it gets, it gets, the returns get too much attention. It's often the deciding factor when it shouldn't be. Because believe me, um, sacrificing a few interest points is well worth the price of avoiding probate if that's the price you got to pay. I mean, unless you've been through the probate process, you don't realize just how exhausting and expensive it can be. Well, for, and fortunately, we're here to, to help on that score. So I want to explain that, you know, I mentioned sacrificing interest. It's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying you're going you're gonna to expect to... You, just, you might. Yeah, you might, but... But you might not. And I've got some real live examples here, hot off the presses from, from a June 30th uh, mid-year results. And I'm going to just talk about, uh, i got one, two, three, four, five different uh, segments and start like, fund investment options, starting with bonds. Because, you know, everyone talks about how safe bonds are. And I've said it before here on, on the show many times, the insurance companies today have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks do. And we can recreate that portfolio apples to apples if need be, or I think we can improve on, on whatever we, we, we saw at the bank before we did the transfer. But just getting back to the bonds, for example, which everyone thinks are, quote, safe, the year-to-date six-month number on the bond fund, negative Four mm-hmm. percent. That's your safe investment. Negative four uh, percent. The twenty twenty uh, calendar year return on that fund six percent. Five year average zero point eight. Zero point eight is pretty low. It's pretty flat. It's not negative, but it's certainly not uh, very lucrative either. So it, it it begs the question, you know, how safe is safe? And safe can be a relative term. And let's compare that to some of the other uh, segments I've got here. Good old uh, Fidelity Canadian Opportunity Fund, six-month number ending June 30th again, same period, 13, almost 14%, 13.7% first six months of 2021. Compare that to the 2020 number, 26% for the calendar year 2020, 26%. And the five-year average, a lot of people like to go with averages because they're they're more telling over the long-term performance of the investment compared to just a six-month window. So that's why I brought the five-year numbers as well. The five-year number for that Fidelity Canadian Opportunities Fund is almost 13%. It's 129 mm-hmm. 12.9. Um, real estate. This is interesting because... You know, a lot of people think real estate is the bee's knees when it comes to investing and you can't go wrong. And anyone who's been in real estate long enough knows that it, it's cyclical as well. But it is possible to 
own real estate indirectly. You can have a real estate fund and have um, um, shares of the of the fund, and that fund can hold different kinds of real estate, including residential, commercial, industrial. You can own part of uh, the Eaton Center, um, things like that. So that's been an interesting segment because of because of covid right and, and what happened with the empty office tower yeah we'll, know, we'll see what happens now we'll see what happens now exactly so let me let me tell you what's happened recently the six well i'm going to start with the 2020 number the 2020 number for this real estate fund was a negative number which probably comes as no surprise negative 10.4 uh for the calendar year 2020 so people were like running for the hills fleeing from their real estate investments if you if you saw that as an opportunity to, to jump into the real estate sector, the six-month number on that fund, 17%. Now, this this is a real estate fund. This is this is not – real estate This has not dropped 10% in one year. The, well, the value, the, value. the value of that fund did – and like I said, that fund is a combination of the different kinds of real estate, residential, commercial, industrial. Right, okay. Right? So it's, it's a bit of everything, but yeah um, – I guess the, the because of what happened with the office towers and yeah. and things like that because of COVID in 2020 it was a negative 10 uh, return the yeah. five year average by the way on this fund is 5.3 percent you know in the GTA we're kind of we're kind of in a little uh, world of our own with real estate compared to the rest of the country and I I guess it doesn't matter because the rest of the country's probably not listening this morning but you know the the national average for Canada. Uh, historically is a 2% increase in real estate nationwide. Of course, in the GTA, we're seeing different numbers than that. I mean, way, way higher than 2% that. Is, is way too low. But uh, just to carry on here quickly, this sector that I really like, the Global Healthcare Fund. I like I liked Global Healthcare before COVID happened, before there was any talk of vaccines, because I like what's happening with uh, pharmaceutical research and stem cell research and the technology and cancer research and you know all, all the d- improvements that we're seeing Globally, in this sector, um, the 2020, I'll start with the 2020 number, that was 8.4%. The six-month number, year-to-date, June 30th, 3.5%. Five-year average, 67 And lastly, look at these numbers. This is the U.S. Equity Fund, which invests in the biggest blue-chip equity players that are out there. And you can name them. They're the Amazons, the Netflixes, the Microsoft, the Apple, yeah. uh, PayPal, all these great big conglomerates that are making money like crazy. I don't know if I said Apple, but uh, the year-to-date number on this uh, equity fund, 8.37. Look at that 2020 number, yeah. 41% mm-hmm. in 2020. 41. So, you know, how safe are the bonds at uh, minus 4 compared to the equities at 41? Like you. You know, obviously that's not a number we're going to see year over year. I wouldn't predict we'd see that again this year. It could be. I don't know. The year's only half over. The five-year number, the five-year average on this U.S. equity fund, 22% average over five years. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll see what happens because they're, they're talking about the fact that insurance rates are going to be... or um, Interest rates. Yeah, interest rates should... I have insurance on my mind. That's a different story. Interest rates are going to be going up. The odds are in 22 or 23 for sure. Yes. Well, there's nowhere to go but up at this point. They're no, almost, yeah, uh, exactly, they're almost exactly. uh, negative numbers right now. The other thing I want to add, uh, all these numbers that I've given you, and if, if the listeners want more numbers, I know it's uh, hard to soak in numbers on the radio in real time, but you know, I've got these numbers at my fingertips all the time. Give me a call or email me if you want any of these numbers. Uh, the other thing that's important for me to stress, we've talked about 
the other advantage of moving the the trans- transferring the funds over to the insurance company where depending if you're if you're under the age of 85 you can also get a 100% death benefit guarantee on the capital all the numbers i just gave you those all include the 100% death benefit guarantee so again if if you realize that 41% uh, last year and this year it went down, which it hasn't. But if it did, you don't have to worry because if 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 it's down on the day you, you get hit by lightning, the insurance company is going to top it up and pay your beneficiaries the full amount of your investment. It's a 100% death benefit guarantee and it's built into all the numbers that I just gave you this morning. So I just want to close the, the, the first segment here by, by, by saying, you know, aside, reminding people that aside from focusing on helping people avoid probate, we are, of course, uh, financial planning experts. I became a certified financial planner way back in 2001. And so maybe you'd like to compare, the listeners might like to compare rates of return with our numbers and, and the ones you're getting from your investments at the bank. Uh, has your current bank advisor been a, a certified financial planner for 20 years? Have they even been at the bank for 20 years? Uh, it's a good question. So even if probate isn't top of your mind these days for whatever reason, let's compare returns. Uh, As always, an initial consultation is always free. Having said that, I think we should uh, jump into our our first break and then uh, come back and introduce our our guest for the week. Stay with us. This is the Avoid Probate Show, and this is Zuma Radio, AM 740. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember... Insert your name. And we're heartbroken because... Insert your name. ...did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of... Insert your name. ...have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca this is Avoid Probate on Zuma Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back to the program. The program is the Avoid Probate Show, and I'm Ted Walsh, and uh, he is Jason Laidler. He is the star of the show, by the way. He's, <laughs> he's the owner of the company. I, I'm just here. I'm, I'm, the, uh, uh, I'm the baggage boy. I just carry the I carry the luggage for all the guests, <laughs> so I should ask our next guest if I could carry her luggage. She is by the by definition, by the way, a death doula, D O U L A. But I do know her name is is Julie Crines, and she joins us on the line. How you doing, Julie? Hi, how are you guys? Very I'm well. Doing very well. Are I'm you doing really well? <laughs> are you a death doula, or is, is a doula something you do? What is it? A noun of an adverb? What is it? Um, have you guys heard of a birth doula? Yes. Yes. You seen, have. Seen in the okay. movies. All right. So birth doulas actually exist in real life and are quite common um, in Canada and all around the world. And I basically do the same as a birth doula, but at the other end of life. So what I do is I help families, individuals and their families, who are living with a life-limiting illness, and I help them to come to terms with and plan for and generally prepare for their end of life. Um, I'm, I'm 
offer comfort, I offer trained support in all sorts of areas that they will need to know um, because it's a very overwhelming time, really emotional time. And I offer support uh, somebody who is not in the family, who they can burden and who has um, been there before because my personal experience has is one of the reasons that I end up here. I was just going to ask you, how did you find yourself in, in this position in life? Right. Well, um, honestly, I think I've been, I think I was drawn to this kind of work a long time ago. But about 10 years ago, um, my husband had been diagnosed with leukemia. And uh, about 10 years ago, things were uh, finally getting very, very severe. The treatment was no longer working. And I felt completely overwhelmed. I didn't know. I had two small children. I felt very underprepared and unplanned. And unfortunately, the chemotherapy had left him with brain damage. So we weren't able to discuss uh, what he might want. So um, at that time, I basically did my best. I did my best, especially for my children and myself, and just hoped that it was also uh, my best that I could do for my husband. Um, we, we had not discussed planning in advance. Um, lots of people talk about it, but very few people actually do it. So one of my things right now that I do is I really encourage people to create what we call ACPs, which are advanced care plans. And if we had had that in place before my husband got his brain damage, then I would have been in a much more secure place um, knowing that I was carrying out his wishes and that this was what he wanted. Um, so the trigger, I guess, was 10 years ago when my husband finally died. And then uh, with two young children still, I just uh, went back to teaching because that's what I knew. And then it's only been in the last year that I decided that I'm going to commit to this path because this is what I really want to do with the rest of my professional life, helping people uh, to go through this process because, honestly, everybody is going to go through it one way or another. And I feel like there's a real need for trained support because too many people go through it alone or go through it with um, too much stress and uh, discomfort, that this is not necessary if they have the right backup. Julie, you mentioned this um, advanced care plan. Yeah. So that's a document that you, you help the family create. Can you tell us a little bit about what that document looks like, if, if it is sure. a document? Yes. Yes, in fact, an advanced care plan is specific to Ontario. All provinces in Canada have something similar, but the ACP is specific to Ontario, and that's the one that I have certification in planning. And what it is, it does, it does two main things. One is it helps the client or it instructs the client to name their substitute decision makers. Now, if you have a power of attorney for personal care, then that is by default your SDM. But if you don't have one, then the province will assume that person A is your SDM. That person A hold on, is hold going on. to SD, be SDM, meaning is your substitute decision maker. Okay. So what that what that means is, let's say, let's say somebody is very unfortunately ends up on a ventilator through COVID mm -hmm. tomorrow, mm -hmm. and they're not able to speak. They're not able to communicate. If they don't have an SDM, they can't 
they are not in a position to actually explain to the doctors what they would like. Would they like the vent? Would they not like the vent? How long would they like it? What kind of care would they like? So the SDM is called in to make those choices. All right, so that's, I'm, I just want to stick on this for one more second because I'm not familiar with that sure. term. Is that, is, so the POA is a version of your SDM, the power of attorney? Actually, power of attorney is the legal term. So if you have paid or had something, a document notarized by um, a notary public, or if you've paid a lawyer, then you may have a power of attorney for personal care. They are then your SDM, your substitute decision maker at the same time. However, many people don't have, haven't bothered to go through the process and the expense of getting a a power of attorney. So for that reason, the province automatically assigns everybody, everybody who lives here, an SDM. Now, if you're married, your SDM is automatically your spouse. If you don't get along with your spouse, that's too bad. (laughs) It's still automatically your spouse. If you don't have a spouse, um, then it is automatically your parents, one of your parents, or your children, depending on their age. It all gets a bit blurry and a bit confusing, but the province, they have what's called the substitute decision-maker hierarchy. So they go down the list, um, starting with the POA, because that's the legal legal person. Mm -hmm. But many, many people don't have that. So they are they are assigned an SDM, and that may or may not be the person that you want making decisions about your life. So the first part of an ACP, which is the Advanced Care Plan, is to assign one, or my suggestion is two, SDMs who will um, make those decisions on your behalf if you're not able to communicate. So, so let me be clear, you're still alive but you're very ill, something has happened, or you've had a serious accident, and you're not able Mm -hmm. to communicate. That's where it comes in. Um, The other purpose of it is the conversation which precedes the document. So the way I do it is I meet with a client, and we will have a conversation for an hour or so, and we'll talk about what are the things that they really value in life right now, today. Because... Those are the things that they can base their decisions on right now. Mm. They can't see, they can't see mm. into the future. So although, although my, my role is actually termed a death doula, this whole advanced care planning piece comes into play long before somebody is actually in the dying process or even ill. In fact, it's much better to create an ACP before you're ill because it's much less stressful. Um, then you can just put it aside and leave it. What you need to do, though, is once you have shared in a document what your values and beliefs look like and what that would mean or how that could affect treatment, maybe some people want, they want um, quality of life over longevity. They're quite clear on that. Other people want everything possible to be done so that they can stay around for as long as possible. So these things need to be laid out. Now, things change. We, I've already made my ACP, and I'm not touch wood sick at the moment, and I don't even consider myself elderly. I was just going to say, and you're still a young lady. <laughs> I don't, but it, it's very empowering to actually have it done because I've spoken to both of my almost adult children, 
and explain to them that this is what I wish to happen um, should it come to that. They're very clear about that. And um, it's really great to feel that it's been done. They don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want other people to have to second guess like I did. And with one of these in place, you don't have to second guess. Now, life happens, circumstances change, and maybe in a year or five years or ten years' time, things have changed, and you want to change your SDM, your, your person that's going to make the decision, or maybe you've decided actually now uh, my health has changed, and so now this is what I would rather have. That's fine. It can be updated any time. Now, Anytime. You had, you had mentioned that uh, that you have a, a backup, a substitute substitute decision maker, as it were. I do. Well, and the reason is, um, so typically, um, if you're married, then your spouse is your substitute decision maker. So what happens if um, you're both sadly in that terrible car crash, mm, right, and right. Your, substitute, your, substitute, your, your spouse dies, but you live? but you're not able to communicate. Your, your SDM is now gone. So you need to, I always recommend to my clients that we have at least one backup, just in case. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense because life happens. Okay. Right? Julie, just a couple of weeks ago here on the Avoid Probate Show, we had uh, Michelle Osborne as our guest talking about prepaid funeral planning. Right. I'm assuming yeah. that that, ties in with your your ACP, is that what you call it? Well, yes. At the, AC, at the end of the ACP, um, one of the questions is where did something like, um, what are your concerns or your thoughts um, or your wishes about post-death planning? So we don't talk about funeral planning because some people do not want a funeral, full stop. And my husband was one of them. So that's why we don't call it funeral planning. Um, Yes, it leads us straight there, basically. Um, but now, these days, there are so many different options for post-death options. You can have a funeral or not. You can be cremated or you can be buried in the conventional cemetery. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a green burial. Or you can have your body disposed of um, through acclimation. What's, a, gr- what's many- a green burial? I've never heard that term. A- a green burial is the same as a natural burial, and it's becoming more and more popular every year because it is um, the fundamental uh, premise of a green burial is that all other burials, the, the conventional types, are destroying the environment. Um, it's something like, I think this, the statistics are something like in one acre of cemetery, you might find 425 tons of concrete because they put vaults under the ground to protect the caskets. And then the headstones are are cemented into concrete as well. And so there's a, I mean, as as we all know, there's a big move to trying to save the planet, um, save the environment that we we live, live in. And so green burials, are just part of that. And what, where they are is um, some of them are, are, they stand alone, but sadly not in Ontario yet. BC has standalone ones. But we do have hybrid models. So in, in regular cemeteries, they sometimes have part of the, the site has been left for green burials. And what that means is 
There's no pesticide is used. Mm. The the caskets are biodegradable. They're, they can be buried in a casket or in a shroud alone, depending on the cemetery. The, the, the grave that is dug is not quite as deep as it would be in a conventional setting. Um, the... Everything is designed so that it goes back to the earth as soon as possible. Okay. Now, you might be wondering, because people often wonder this, can people be buried on top of each other because they're going to be going back to the earth? The answer is not yet. In Ontario, um, if you buy a plot in a green burial ground, um, then it's your plot in perpetuity. But mm. hope, we're hoping that in the next I don't know, 10, 20 years, I'm not sure, they're going to change that to a 100-year, um, like a rental. <laughs> wow. And then by that time, by that time, the, the body and everything that has gone in this oh, completely it will have completely decomposed. So there will be nothing left. So they could then... Um, Reuse the bury, That's right. And in some, other, in, in some other countries, they do. In Canada, we don't. But in some other places, they do actually do that. But here, there's not. that's not legal at this point. We're speaking with uh, Julie Crines. It's spelled C-R-Y-N-S. You can contact Julie by going to uh, juliecrines.ca. That's J-U-L-I-E-C-R-Y-N-S dot C-A. She is a death doula. She will uh, help uh, you prepare for your imminent passing or someone close to you. And we'll come back and we'll chat more in a moment on the Avoid Probate Show on M740. Stick around. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. My name is Marilyn, and I avoided probate. Marilyn is a good daughter who wants the best for her elderly mom. Um, why is she overdrawn on her account? What's going on here? Her mom had money, much of which was tied up in non-registered accounts like GICs, paying next to no interest, which meant... She was dipping into her capital big time because the residence she was staying in was very costly. So she was overdrawn on her account four times a month. Marilyn wanted to disperse the money for her mom's needs using her power of attorney. The bank refused, saying the accounts were in her mom's name only, and then rubbed salt in the wound. They pushed it back on the family and said it was all our fault. We should have been on top of it, not them. That's when Marilyn got a hold of Jason at avoidprobate.ca. He accompanied Marilyn to the bank to move mom's money. Why? The insurance companies now have as many, if not more, investment options than the banks have. Plus, we can also put a 100% death benefit guarantee on the account once it's at the insurance company. Anybody who has non-registered accounts at the bank needs to look into the services we provide at avoidprobate.ca. I don't know how long my mother is going to live. None of us know. So my thing was, if she lives to 100, there'll be more than enough money to sustain her. How was avoidprobate.ca able to help Marilyn's mom? It's a good news story. The account is earning money 
much more than it did when it was at the bank in a low-paying GIC. But more importantly, it's still 100% mom's money. There's no joint owner on the account, but there is a beneficiary on the account, which wasn't there before. Which means no tax issues and no probate to worry about. I share my story with as many people as I can, and I hand out Jason's cards to lots of people and say, call this man. He'll walk you through it. Call us at avoidprobate.ca on the toll-free number. But call us before your mom or dad passes away. That's when we can help you. Avoid probate like Marilyn did with avoidprobate.ca. Call 1-844-667-7628. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. All right, welcome back, Zoomer listeners, to the Avoid Probate show. Jason Laidler here with Ted Walshin. Hope you've had a chance to refill your tea or coffee. Also uh, with our special guest, Julie Crines, who is a death doula. Julie was talking to us uh, before the break about this uh, advanced care plan and and all the planning that goes into the work that she does. Um, We touched on uh, funeral planning as well because we did uh, talk about that at length a couple weeks ago. And, you know, it is the Avoid Probate Show, and I'm assuming, Julie... Uh, Welcome back to the show, Julie. I'm assuming that, uh, you know, estate planning comes into the picture as well, and that, I hope, includes some amount of avoid probate planning, because if you can avoid it, you're wise to do that, right? Right. Well, in fact, it absolutely does, because my role is really, number one, to minimize the stress on the family and minimize the burden on the family, which is, I think, your mandate too, Jason. Yes, yeah, I call right. it, there's a reason I call it the probate nightmare. Right. So so as part of that, yes, I'm just coming from a slightly different direction. Um, uh, my goal is to be is to be the buffer, if you like, um, during a stressful and overwhelming time. Um, during my husband's final days, I remember feeling mentally exhausted and incapable of making even simple day-to-day decisions. So forget major decisions. So my role now is to help families guide them through the process and make it as smooth and peaceful a transition as possible. And that does include before, during, and after the death event. Absolutely. Um, In addition to that, as part of that, I should say, um, because grief is very much a part of this whole experience, that is something that I, I have a passion for supporting families, especially children, in their grief. Grief is a very individual um, experience and is often misunderstood. And children in particular tend to be farmed out to family or friends because they're too young. They can't understand. They, they look like they're resilient because they're able to enjoy themselves. They're able to go and play someone else in somebody else's yard and jump on their trampoline and swim in their pool. But the reality yeah. is, yeah. the reality is that when they come home again, the situation is still bad. And the parents are still not talking to them, but they, they look like they had a fun day. All they're doing is getting through the day and not thinking about it. Right. So, my, so my goal is to allow children <laughs> the space to ask questions, give them the space to ask questions, right. and answer those questions honestly. Children are going to come up against this again and again and again in their lives. And by, by separating them from it in their early experiences, we are not helping them. We're speaking our guest today. You can contact, by the way, very very simply by going to uh, Julie Crines. That's C R Y 
N-S, Julie, J-U-L-I-E-C-R-Y-N-S dot C-A. She is a death doula. Essentially, essentially you would contact Julie as you're preparing for your demise or someone close to you to help through the, the entire process. How, how would somebody get a hold of you? Is, is this a process that they well, go through that is, through through your local funeral home, or is it? it no. Well, I have a website. The, the address you've just given yeah, yeah, is right. my website. So if they if they reach me through my website, they'll reach me directly that way. And how about a phone um, number for those who aren't tech savvy? Sure. My phone number is nine zero five eight zero six five nine four zero. One more time, please. Nine zero five. Eight zero six five nine four zero. And please remember, you don't have to be um, dying. You don't have to be even near the end of life for right. us to have a an end of life. Uh, sorry, for us to have an advanced care planning conversation. It's all in preparation for that day, right? But it doesn't have to be. Uh, no. You know, you, you don't have to be on on the doorstep, as as it were. W- what is the cost for your services, Julie? Well, that really depends on what the client needs. Um, I have a set a set fee for advanced care planning because that is a, a one-time deal. My my charge is seventy nine dollars plus HST, and it's two hours of work for the client. And then if it's not done, if we don't manage to get it done in two hours, we just keep doing it until it's done. I do not increase my fee. Hmm. That's the fee, whether or not it takes two or three hours. Uh, for my end of life services or my grief counseling services, just really depends on what the client needs and how often they need to see me, and then we we figure out a scale that that they can work with. Okay, Julie, thank you so much for joining us on the Avoid Probate Show today, and uh, it's fascinating stuff. I'm sure we're going to hear more and more about it, um, you know, as time goes on, but. It was yes. definitely a, a learning experience for myself. I, I think I can say the same for Ted. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, please, uh, you know, hopefully you can come back and join us again sometime in the future. Thank you for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. Okay. Great. We're going to take our, our break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Well, it is time to head down to Kensington Market to visit our old friend Tom Mahalik at Tom's Place, 190 Baldwin. That's where you will find him at a fabulous collection of clothing, even for hot, sticky weather like this, huh, Tom? It, it- Ted, not only for hot, sticky weather, any kind of weather, we're ready. We're able to serve our customers because Tom's Place never stopped shopping. Even at the worst of times, Tom was out there shopping and bringing fabulous, fantastic merchandise. You're looking for a linen pad. You're looking for a short sleeve shirt. Or you're looking for a groomsman suit. Or you're looking for a tuxedo. Or if you want to go, if you want to go into the movies, we have suits that you can buy at Tom's Place, that you'll be a star in any movie. You know, there's a lot of movie production going around in the whole city, and you know where they buy their wardrobe? I know. They buy it at Tom's Place. I know that. I know. I've, I've, I've seen that. I've seen your name. I've seen your name on television. I've seen it in the newspaper. I've heard of the radio, and I've seen it on the big screen. We've seen it, and for those of you who have never been there, do so. 190 Baldwin. That's where you'll find Tom's Place in the heart of Kensington Market. 
This is the Avoid Probate Show. Jason Laidler is the president of Avoid Probate. He is joining me in studio. I'm Ted Walsh. And you can get a hold of Jason, by the way. Any questions, comments that you may have, info at avoidprobate.ca. That's avoidprobate, A-V-O-I-D-P-R-O-B-A-T-E dot C-A. Info at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628-844-667-7628. Let's go to the mailbag, Jason. Yeah, thanks, Ted. A couple items in the mailbag here today. Oh, by the way, I should just add before we get started that uh, you know the information provided in this program is for general consumption only. It's not intended to provide particular legal or investment advice. Every situation is different, and so if you have legal or investment questions, you should speak with a licensed expert or like myself or, in the case of uh, our guest today, Julie Crines. So I got an interesting um, email from a nice gentleman. I'll say his name's John, and I'm going to read a little bit of what John wrote to me. He says, I came across your site while checking out how to reduce probate. So that, that tells me it was a, a online search. Uh, I've been trying to get advice on how to, but unfortunately I haven't found much that I can understand and do. I've discussed my case with financial advisors at his bank. I won't name the bank, uh, but only am advised to name beneficiaries on my TFSA. All other investments show the beneficiary as my estate. Mm. Um, That was, well, shocking and not shocking at the same time. I hate, I hate seeing those, those emails. It's a, it's a sad reflection of, you know, the quality of uh, advice that people are getting from their advisor at the bank. Uh, John, I should add, <laughs> in an unusual situation, went on to list all of his accounts, and I mean all of them. He listed his credit card accounts, his savings accounts, his checking accounts, his investment accounts, his loans, including um, account numbers. So I would please encourage listeners who are going to email looking for some information, let's... Uh, Let's assume the internet is not a safe place and, you know, we don't need your account numbers necessarily. Of course, it helps to get uh, an idea what the lay of the land looks like, a description of your situation, so that we can give you the proper advice. But I have I have spoken with um, John since he wrote, and we're working on a plan. Uh, you know, it, it sometimes takes time, and we're not done with the plan yet. Maybe I'll, I'll revisit this. But I guess the point I wanted to make was that... Um, the financial advisor only advised him to name a beneficiary on his TFSA. Yeah, I found that kind of strange. And and I'm here to tell you, he has he has a RIF, he has a LIF, and he has a TFSA. All three of those are examples of, of registered accounts that you can name a beneficiary on. So why the TFSA was uh, special that or, or highlighted in this case, I don't understand. And the important part, of course, is, well, what about the non-registered money? And there was a lot of non-registered money uh, there as well, six figures, and no comment about about how to deal with that. And, of course, we know, because our listeners are smart and they've been listening to the show for a while, that the bank cannot put a beneficiary on that non-registered money. So their hands are tied, and that's where we come in to um, help with the transfer over to the insurance company where the rules are different. And once that non-registered account has been transferred at no cost to John, he's free to name the kids, the church, the cat, whoever he wants to name. And we should point that out because I don't think we do this enough, and that's probably my fault as opposed to your fault, Jason, Well, is the fact that to contact you, to get information from you, 
And your guidance through the whole process uh, is, comes at no cost to the listener. That's right. Um, we're not selling widgets here at avoidprobate.ca. The service we provide, you know, I've said it before, yeah. our advisors get paid by the financial institution. The insurance company yeah. pays the advisor a standard commission that they'd uh, pay any advisor. And it's just like, same at the bank, the, the advisor at the bank gets paid by the bank. They don't charge the client. Right. Well, but, I think it's important for people to know that. Yeah. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because I hear that uh, time and time during the week that, hey, you know, you should repeat that message a little more often. So thank you, Ted, for uh, for nudging me. I'll do it again when we come back. (laughs) And we will come back in a moment, but right now we're going to take a break. This is the Avoid Probate Show, and this is AM740. Learn more about avoiding probate at avoidprobate.ca or call 1-844-667-7628. Back with more Avoid Probate after this. Good afternoon, friends. We are gathered here to remember, insert your name, and we're heartbroken because, insert your name, did not avoid probate. So the loved ones of, insert your name, have to wait a long time for what rightfully is theirs. I see I've made you cry. Recent changes in law make probate slower, more complicated, and more expensive. Don't make it harder for your loved ones. Avoidprobate.ca This is Avoid Probate on Zoomer Radio with Jason Laidler of avoidprobate.ca. Welcome back. You're listening to the Avoid Probate Show. He is Jason and I'm Ted. And you can get a hold of Jason, by the way. Any questions whatsoever, free of charge, the advice is you can go to info at avoidprobate.ca or call Jason at 1-844, toll free, 667-7628 or... Info at avoidprobate.ca. That's going to do it for yet another week. Yeah, well, we appreciate wanna, all the comments uh, that we're getting. Especially with regard to the mailbag. So the only way that's going to work is for uh, the listeners to keep writing in, and we'll uh, endeavor to respond to every email we get. I think I'm batting 100 on, on that. And uh, we'll share some of them, of course, um, with, with the listening audience uh, on Sunday morning here. I want to obviously... Uh, Thank our guest one more time, Julie Crines, uh, Death Doula, uh, Julie Crines. Thank you to our producer, Kelly. Thank you to Ted Walshin for surviving COVID. Thank you, Zoomers, for your time today. Ted, you got anything uh, exciting planned for the rest this of the day? This is it. Doesn't get much more exciting. I've, I've peaked. <laughs> right. Lunch and a nap, my so, friend. So uh, hopefully we can do it again next week. You bet. Same time. You bet. We'll see you then. Thanks, Zoomers. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. You've been listening to an exclusive podcast of Avoid Probate with Jason Laidler. Heard every Sunday at 8 a.m. on Zoomer Radio. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.